Okay, Zak the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, on the bottom of Nun Beis, on my base. Chamor, Yoyitzim and Mardas, a donkey can go out with a saddlecloth. Bizman Shehi Kishura. As long as it is tied, and the Gemara will discuss exactly when it's tied, but it has to be tied to the animal, and we'll, we'll kind of discuss these things. So, Zicharim Yoyitzim Lubuvim, Male animals can, can go out attached. So whatever is attaching them together. And, and use female uh, animals can go out. It means held, tied. So some sort of thing that's tying them together. That one we'll explain now. The Gemara is going to discuss exactly what shechuzos and kavulos. And you'll see for the next two parakim, a lot of the Mishnayos, the Gemara will explain exactly what these words are. Um, but kavunos means uh, wrapped. And that one, um, Rashi explains here, that's kind of like, uh, imagine a, a sheep going out saran wrap to protect, you know, wrap like the, like the Europeans do to their luggage in the airport, to protect the, uh, the, the, um, the, the sheep from getting dirty. So that would be wrapped. So what we're saying is there are a lot of go out kavunas, that's wrapped. Ha'izim yates is tsururais. Goats can go out with their udders, <laughs> with their udders, um, Bound, tied, their udders tied. Rabbi Yesi Eiser Bakulan, he says all these things, Shchuzes, Kavulais, Lebuvin are going to be Aser, except for Rechelem, the, the female sheep, Hakivunais, that are wrapped. Okay, so if you're, they're wrapped to protect the, um, the wool of the female sheep, that is going to be Mutter, Kuntur, Rabbi Yehuda Aimer, Izim Yetzes, Tsrurais, that goats are allowed to go out bound liyavish avaloy lechaled. So I just want to talk about, and Mosey, we're still in the mission over here, but I just want to talk about um, exactly what, what what's going on with these tying of the udders. So um, there were basically three reasons why they would tie the udders. Two were for the purpose of the, uh, so so either you can tie them and it would allow them to fatten up, that if you stop them, uh, uh, you know, if you stop them uh, milking, if you stop the milking of an A's, so then it would fatten up. So if the owner wanted to fatten it up, he would tie the udders. Or if they wanted to get pregnant, so as long as they're giving milk, apparently they can't get pregnant, um, but uh, they would tie it up so that they can get pregnant. That would be a second reason. Does the same thing apply to humans? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't tried it. I haven't, I haven't read the uh, uh, New, New England uh, Journal of Science yet. So I'm a medical journal, so I'm not sure exactly what is medically... Uh, but in, anyways, in regards to goats, I'm going with Rashi. And Rashi says that the third reason why one would tie um, the uh, udders is to make sure um, that it, the milk doesn't drip out. So, <clears throat> so in other words, the Tanakhama said the Ezim can go out tied. Sounds like for any reason. Rav said can't go out, udders can't go out tied at all. Right, he's he only agreed to kavunais, and Yehuda says it depends. He's machalik. He says that it can go out truly yavesh if you're trying to dry it out. Okay, so uh, you tie you would tie it very tight, right? If you're trying to make sure that the animals don't milk at all, so you would tie it very tight, and um, whatever you use to tie would be tight, and therefore there are a lot to go out with that. We're not concerned that um, whatever you're using to tie it, let's say use a cloth or whatever, that it's going to fall off and you'll carry it. But lechalev, which is to milk the animal, meaning, I'm sorry, to, to, to protect the milk, so you tie on some sort of bag on the bottom, you tie it to the udders, that you wouldn't tie tight, so tight, because your whole purpose is not to make sure they don't uh, milk at all, 
They don't produce any milk. They don't lactate at all. However, the purpose is just to make sure that if they do produce milk, that it catches it. So then that would be usser, okay, because it's not going to be tied as tight. Now, Zakta Gemara, top of Nun Gimel, Ahmed Aleph. Amar Shmuel. So we're going, now we're talking about the Mardas, but it's going to be interwoven here. But, okay, let's talk about the Mardas first, right? The Mishnah started saying, Hamar Yotzim Mardas, with a saddle cloth. So Amar Shmuel, the animal can go out with a saddle cloth. Vuhu shekshur erev Shabbos. The saddle cloth has to have been tied from Erev Shabbos. Um, Rashi here doesn't give a reason why. Why would you have to tie the cloth on Erev Shabbos? And the Gemara is going to discuss the reason for this cloth is it keeps a chamar um, warm. That a, a donkey is naturally, will, will get very cold. And therefore, it, it keeps it warm. So the reason, Taisa says, he brings basically two different reasons here. Well, two different groups of reasons. Number one, he says Rashi later on says that, the, it's, an da, that it's to prevent an Isra da Raisa. Okay, that it, in order, the Bikshur Me'er Shabbos Habi Malbash Chamar, that in order to turn this um, saddlecloth into a Malbash, into to a garment for the Chamar, you have to have tied it before Shabbos. But if it's not tied before Shabbos, then it has a din of a Masui, a load, and then you'd have a problem if you take your animal out with this blanket, it's Shvisas, you have a problem with Shvisas Behema, and your animal's carrying it. Tysus brings two other reasons that seems to be more of a durabanan dikka din, that it's not... A, that your animal's working for you. That's an Isra Daraisa, right? That it says in Asar Sadibras that your animal can't, can't work for you. So if it... So yeah, it can't... Your, your animal, an animal cannot carry a load for you on Shabbos. Your animal. Because specifically the Torah says, make sure that the Shvises Behemta, your animal has to rest. Can't do work for you. So um, Rashi says that that's the issue here, that if you don't... If you don't tether, if you don't tie the saddlecloth before Shabbos, so it's not going to be considered a beged for the donkey, and uh, therefore it's carrying a load for you. Tosis brings two other reasons, and he says that they're more of gezeret. It's mechsi kimiskavin lahitzas. It looks like you're trying to take something out, or um, it, it's of the dechol. Okay, so it, just to understand this reason why it has to be tied before Shabbos, it could be either an isra daraisa that if you don't tie it before, then it's considered a load. Or it's some sort of din drabanon that it's a that we say um, you have to, we're concerned that other people might see or things like that. Amar of Nachman. Masnisa nami deka, that our Mishnah is correct, it has the saddlecloth has to be tied before Shabbos. The Gatani, Because it says that the Chamar cannot go out with this saddlecloth if it's not tied to it. Hechi dummy, what would be a case of it going out without it tied to it? It's not tied at all. So then Pshita. Well, of course, you can't just stick a blanket over a chamar, right? Because what's going to happen? The chamar will walk out. If it's not tied at all, I didn't need a mission to tell me that. The blanket will fall off. And a person, we're concerned, like we've discussed before, concerned that a person might take the blanket off and carry it. So the, the, we, didn't, we didn't need a mission to tell me that. Logically, I could figure that out if it's not tied. It, if it's not tied at all, our concern is that the blanket, you know, the mardas, the saddlecloth falls off. And you're going to carry Daladamas. So, of course, it's going to be usher to, for, to put a Mardas, uh, to, you know, to take a Hamar with a Mardas. It's not tied at all. El Alav, Sheinak Shurim, Erev Shabbos. So, when the Mishnah says that you cannot go out with a Hamar, uh, a, a Mardas, you could only go out when it is Kishura and you can't go out when it is not tied, must mean Kishura, Erev Shabbos. Miklal, Miklal, Duresha, Kishura, Erev Shabbos, Shmami, Na. 
So Elamai, we must see that Shmuel is correct. Then when he said you can only go out with a mardas kshura tied, it means he was coming to say kshura me'er of Shabbos. Tanya nami hachi. We see a brisa like this. Chamar yotzim mardas. A chamar can go out with a saddlecloth. Bizman shekshur me'er of Shabbos. Veloi be'okaf. However, not with a saddle. Afalpi shekshur me'er of Shabbos. He cannot go out with a saddle, even though it's tied, even if you tied the saddle on before Shabbos, meaning the saddle would also serve to warm the, it covers a portion of the animal. So you would think that an ukuf might also be mutter. What? What's the difference between the saddle, cloth, and the saddle? Well, one's the cloth would cover the entire area, and the saddle is a smaller, has a smaller footprint on the animal. If you think about it, an animal, you put the cloth on, that would cover a significant portion of the animal's, uh, you know, a, a back or whatever you want to call it, area. And the, the saddle would also, I mean, its primary purpose would be to, to use it to ride. But, in other words, let's say the animal's cold. The Tanakama says that you're not allowed to go out with the saddle, even though it does provide warmth, warmth for the chamar. Even with a saddle, the, the donkey can go out. If it's tied before Shabbos. You, as long as you don't tie uh, straps, meaning they have these body straps that you would tie onto an animal that's part of the saddle. It has these big you know, straps with like, you know, big buckles that are normally are meant to hold the load. So you can, you can tie a saddle on as long as it's not nickered, as long as it doesn't seem like you're putting on the saddle in order to carry a load, um, but rather that you're just putting on the saddle to warm the animal. And you also can't put on, they apparently had some sort of strap that would, um, that would tie Keneged its, its tail. And Rashi explains that it had a counterweight. So again, these two things, this Masrichin and the, the Ritzua Tachazanavai, body straps or the counterweight by the tail, those two things were meant um, for when an animal had a load. So Rav Shingam Lil is saying that you can put the ukav on as long as you don't tie it up in a way where it's nick or where it seems like you are uh, preparing it to put a load on because that is not, um, you know, then it would no longer, the purpose of tying on the ukav, the saddle would no longer be for the purposes of warming the animal. Okay. So he asked the following Now Rashi explains very specifically that this is talking about are you allowed to put a mardas on a chamar on Shabbos? Can you put a saddlecloth on a chamar? Zakhtar Rashi, to, in the chatzar. Right? Now we're asking are you allowed to. Um, are you allowed to. Not to go out to Rishis Rabbin. That we said, of course it's going to be. Oh, sir, it has to be from before Shabbos. What about in the um, in, in the Chatzar, because it is warm, are you allowed to put it on or not? Okay, and Rashi is not exactly clear what the issue might be. He says, the dummy, Rashi says, the dummy, it looks like, by putting on a saddlecloth, it looks like you're preparing it to put on a, a, a burden, you know, or it looks like you're, you're, Taisus speaks out clearly, and it could be Rashi would agree to this, is that the issue here is tircha yisera. In other words, when you're putting something on for the animal, it's a tircha to you. Is, is, so when something's a tircha yisera on Shabbos, we say you're not allowed to do it. So therefore, we're asking the Shiloh, are you allowed to put a saddlecloth on a chamar? Amar lei, they said, mutter. It's mutter to put it on. Amar lei, ma bein ze lo'okaf. 
Why is it mutter to put a saddlecloth on, but an ukuf is usher to put on? Again, we're talking about not to go out here. Now we're just talking about what am I allowed to do to warm my behema up? A chamar, we're going to see this uh, uh, spoken out. Chamars are, uh, donkeys are naturally get very cold. So we're asking, am I allowed to spread a saddlecloth? And we said it's mutter. And now comes along, we, he asked back, um, Ravasi asked back on Ravashi, why did you say to put a saddlecloth on the donkey is mutter, but an ukuf to put a, uh, an actual saddle, that would be usr. Ishtik, Ravashi was quiet. Um, now, the, now that the Maksha thought that the reason he was being quiet was because he was going to be chayzer, right? Remember, Ravashi didn't necessarily, he wasn't 100% sure. It's good kasha. Esve, we ask, ukuf shal gabich. We're going to see. Esve, ukuf shal chamar, a saddle on a chamar, lo yital talena biyadai, you may not take off the saddle at all. Elamay licha umeviya, you can bring it in, okay, Elamay licha umeviya bachatzer, you bring it into the chatzer, you can walk it around the chatzer, so you can walk your donkey, if your donkey has a saddle on it, we're saying it's usher, it's tircha, again, if we're going with this pshat, that it's tircha yaseira, it's too much of a tircha to allow you to take it off on Shabbos. So what do you do? You walk the donkey around and eventually it'll fall off on its own. That you can't even take it off. It's definitely less work taking off a saddle, right? To, take, to unpack is a lot easier than packing. To put on the saddle, would it, how could you possibly say it's going to be um, mutter? And therefore, what do we see? Well, back to the, the kasha, you asked, right? How do we see Ukif is going to, it's usher to, to put on an Ukif on Shabbos. We see from here, it's usher to put on an Ukif, because if you can't take it off, you sure can't put it, you can't put it on. And therefore, we have a, we have a, we have a question on Rashi. Why should this be any different than an Ukif? If you're not allowed to put on an Ukif, why, and, it, and an Ukif is to warm, so why should you be allowed to put on a Mardas, a saddlecloth? Amrle Rav Zera. We'll get there. We'll get there. So at this point, and you're right, that's what we're going to get. At this point, we're not, in other words, in, in to, to, if, you want to, if you want to understand this, so again, we're talking about Enosh Hayachid, so it's a question of Tircha Yaseira. So what we have to balance is, how much Tircha is it for you versus how much Tsar is it for the animal? So you're right, if it was pure Tsar Balei Chaim, then of course we would allow you to do it. It's a Tsarich for the animal. And then we would allow, and we'll see, the Gemara is going to discuss Tsar. The question is, what happens if it's not exactly pain, right? If someone's too cold, do you call that tsar? You know, look, if someone has a nasty cut and, and, and they're bleeding out, you know, or, or somebody, uh, you know, if, if somebody's stuck, right, and it's really painful, an animal or whatever, so then I understand it's tsar. If it's too cold, is that necessarily considered tsar? I don't know. We can, you know, it's, it's a question of degrees, right? Yes, if it's animal sitting outside of 30 degrees... You know, or a human, the equivalent of a human sitting outside of 30 degrees, that would be tsar. How about if it's, uh, you know, 62, 64? Is that considered tsar? So we've got we to balance the degrees here. And that's really what the sugi is about. So Amar Le'i Rav That's right. Amar Le'i Rav Nick, I expect you to show up with a saddlecloth tomorrow. Amar Le'i Rav Shavke. So leave him alone. Leave Ravashi alone. Was you were asking why Ravashi went ahead and said you could put a saddlecloth on, and I 
we're, we asked on him, why should that be any ukuf, which is clear that it's usher. So, Amrle Rav Zera Shavke, leave him alone. Don't bother Rav Ashi. Karabi Sviri holds like this Rebbe. Dumb Rav Chia Barashi, Amr Rav. Rav Chia Barashi, Amr Rav, that he holds like Rav. Toilin Trasko Lebehema Bishabbos. You can put a feed basket on a Behema on Shabbos. We're coming after Pesach. If any of you have seen Lubavitchers eating matzah, right? So, this is like a Trasko. So, what they would do is, um, uh, they would they would put on the, uh, there would be a basket like really really a feed basket in front of the animal so that the animal didn't have to be tirech to go bend down as pasha too too much tircha for the animal to bend down to get the grass from the for, you know from from the grass so they would they would put the food you know to, they would put the food in a basket that would kind of hang off his neck and um, Rav holds that even though that it's only tainug right you're just making it's not to not do it wouldn't be tsar. It's just to hang the basket would make things a little easier for the animal. And Rav holds that even to make things easier for the animal, even though it's a tircha for the person, you're allowed to do it on Shabbos. The kalvachayim the mardas, and for sure a mardas, which is going to save the animal from tsar, from getting too cold, you're allowed to put on a saddlecloth. That when we allowed you to put the, the feed basket on, so that the animal can enjoy eating, it's easier for him to eat. That's tiny. That's allowed. Hachad mishim tsar to put on a saddlecloth. Lily Kolshikin, of course, will allow you to do it. Shmuel Amar Mardas Mutter. He agrees that Mardas is Mutter. Traskol Usser. However, he holds that to put a feed basket on the animal is going to be usser because again, Shmuel holds that when it comes to tining just for something to make the animal's life easier, we're not going to allow you to do something that is a tircha yisera. Also, One second. So at, the, at this point, where is Ravashi? Where are we thinking Ravashi holds about this the ukuf? Yeah, we'll see. Ravashi, well, about the ukuf, he's. It seems like that would be um, with Tainig, and he would hold that it's mutter. So, so in other words, okay. we're comparing the ukuf. We're comparing the ukuf to the traskal. Okay. We're going to pair. In other words, and, and therefore, Mardas, both Rav and Shmuel, everybody's going to agree that when it comes to tsar. Like Naftali pointed out, when it comes to tsar, we're going to allow you to do something that's tirchi yisera, dahainu, putting on the saddlecloth to warm up the animal because the animal being too cold is tsar. Now the question is traskol. Um, so uh, again, the okaf would also have to be uh, to answer to answer the question. The gemara, the okaf would also have to be um, keneged. It would have to be daima to the traskol, like the feed basket. Okay. Um, if that's what Rob said, Abba's Rob, if Rob said that you're allowed to uh, do something for tining of the animal, even though it's he doesn't know anything about Shabbos at all. When Zera went, um, you can put a mardas on a chamar b'shabes. Amar yasher, true, good, good halacha, good mentioning. You're allowed to put a mardas on again because it's it's tsar. V'chein tirgma aryech bevavel. So was uh, so. This is how the uh, lion in Bavel taught the halacha. Aryech manu, who was aryech Shmuel. So frakti what do you mean? Mardas is muskam. Everybody holds that. Baha Rav Nami Amra that says you can put a mardas on. Ela shame to have a messiah bay. He wasn't talking about not only the mardas. But he, however, finishes halachic ruling saying, You are not able to put a feed basket on on Shabbos. 
Okay, why? Dekuli alma mias, everybody holds Rav and Shmuel, my das mutter. My shna me okif. Okay, so we'll see in a second. So everybody holds my das is going to be mutter. And then this, um, this, uh, 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 said that Shmuel said that, uh, ended off his halachic ruling that's saying a traskal feed basket is usher, like we saw that to put a traskal on an animal, that's, that is a machoikis between Rav and Shmuel, but everyone's going to agree in my das is mutter. Okay, Dukuli Alma Mias, Mardas Mutter, it's put Mutter to put a saddle cloth on, because that warms the animal off, and that takes care of its sour issue. Maishname Okif. Aye, so what's the difference? What's the difference between saddle cloth and an okif? Shani Hasam the Efsher the Nuffil Me Mela. So I the Gemara wants to know, very good. Okay, if an Ukaf is able to on its own I'm sorry, if an Ukaf also warms. So just like everybody agrees you can put a saddle cloth on, you should be able to put the ukuf, the actual saddle on as well. So the Gemara answers, okay, yes, except that an ukuf can come off on its own, as opposed to a mardas can't come off on its own. And therefore, like Sander pointed out, that to just remove the ukuf would just be providing a tainig for the animal, okay? Um, and therefore, that is why you're not able to um, remove the ukuf for the animal, according to Rav. But according, I mean, according to Shmuel, but according to Rav, he would hold its mutter. Um, sorry, I did not say that right. Uh, I'm going to go back. Um, everybody agrees that you can't take the ukaf off. That was a brisa. That was a brisa. We were trying to be machalic in regards to uh, a ravashi in regards to mardas, and when we asked the question of ukaf, we're answering um, we're answering that ukaf is different over here. So I'm going to correct that. Ukuf, ukuf, to take an ukuf off an animal, you would definitely not be able to do. Now, to put it on, that would be, maybe you're allowed to do it, and maybe that could be Tully in, in Rav and Shmuel. Rapapa Amar? Is that your final That's my final answer. It's my, not my final answer. The truth is, like, I've gone back and forth. The Gemara is certainly, the Gemara and Rashi does not speak, spell any of it out. So, look, what I can tell you for sure is to take the ukuf off is certainly going to be, um, is certainly not allowed according to everybody. That's a brysa. And that's not allowed according to everybody because to remove the ukuf, it could fall off on its own. So we're not going to allow you to do something tircha, even if it's going to benefit the animal, even if it's going to relieve the animal of tsar, because it could do it on its own. Now the question is put... I would say practically speaking, if you're planning on spending shabbos to that tamar, probably consult with the tamar expert. Okay, there you go. Okay, so, um, and, and maybe, but what we see here is that maybe you can put the ukaf on according to Rav. I think that's where I'll send her, that's where we'll kind of go. Um, that you could, according to Rav, maybe putting the ukaf on would be tainig, would relieve some tsar. Maybe that would be telling the machlik is Rav and Shmuel. It's not clear 100%. But what is clear is that if you put things into categories, um, you know, less specifics and more about categories, more about concepts, we see that if it's tsar, everybody's going to agree it's mutter. If it's tsar, if it's tsar, and um, if it's tsar and something that could be done on its own, we're not going to allow tircha, meaning like the it, taking the saddle off. If it can come off on its own, we're not going to allow it. And if it's tainug, if it's something that would be. So the question is, would we allow a person to do something that's tircha? If it's something that's a tainug, if it's, it's an enhancement to the animal but not tsar, that's machlekes rav and shmuel. Rav Papa Amar, kan lechamama. Khan Litsanana, that the reason why why did we say that it's usher to uh, take the ukif off 
is because Khan Lachamama wanted to know, right, what was the original question? Why would a Mardas be any different than an Ukuf? And we see that there's an issue taking an Ukuf off. Rapapa says, Khan Lachamama to warm the animal up, Lachamama. That one we talked about putting on a saddlecloth, that's to warm the animal up, if it's It's too cold. Litsanana, but however, to cool the animal down, if the animal is overheated and has this ukif on and it wants to get the ukif off, that um, there's no tsar. That even in, even in the summer, a donkey will always get cold. And therefore, even if the ukif is creating, generating too much heat, right? Let's say it walked around for a while with this ukif, now it's all sweated up from running around, and the animal's hot, overheated. So it, we, we could. You, and you, and you want a taina that getting the ukaf off will help cool down the animal. What we're saying, what Papa is saying, I don't need to remove the saddle on my own, that the chamar will naturally cool down all on its own. And therefore, you don't need to, uh, we're not going to allow you to do a tercha yaseira to help um, cool down the animal since it'll cool down on its own. Meisve. We ask Akasha from a, a brysa. A horse cannot go out with a, a, a fox tail, right? So this was done for Ayin Hara, right? It was like an ornament, like you see people hanging on the rear view mirror of their car, they have a fox tail. Or a ribbon, that was for Noi, decoration, Shebein Einav. Did you have that in your test um, not, uh, not with a ribbon that's between its eyes. Not with a ribbon that's between its eyes. Who remembers this one? Naftali for sure does. That the Zav can... The, the Zav... There you go. The, the Zav cannot go out with his Zav kiss, right? With his Zav pouch. Nor a, a goat with the pouch that's on their udders. Okay. Um, right? And then we have two... We have two... There's two purposes to this one. This pouch is different than the tying before. Number well, one is either the the pouch of the A's could either be to collect the milk, like the chalev, or it could be to protect if it has over oversized udders, so we don't want it bumping along the ground and scratching. So it's tsar. Veloi para and a cow cannot go out with the uh, um, with a uh, muzzle. Veloi sayachim. This is the one where we're going to ask him. Veloi sayachim betraskalehim. And a colt cannot go out with its feed basket, Shibafiam. The Rosh Harabim may not go out. Belay Behaman Basandash Raglao. And an animal cannot go out with a horseshoe, Belay Bikameya, and not with an amulet. So if if uh, um, if a person or animal was sick, they would write these, they would have a, a, a um you know, Kabbalistic, they would write am, stuff on the amulets, and um, that had some sort of healing powers. Don't really understand it, but that's what they used to do. So they used to have an amulet that, that there was there were um, amulets for humans and there were amulets for animals. We'll see soon. Even though it, there's a tanoim in the room, they were all Sephardim. They weren't recognized. <laughs> there you go. Right. Even though it's a mumcha kamea, meaning it's an established kamea that three people use this kamea and it's healed. It's healed them. So we know that this kamea has healing properties. Still, the animal can't go out with it. This is something that is a stringency by an animal more than a person. He can go out with a bandage on a wound or a splint for a broken bone. For a broken bone. The animal can go out with a placenta hanging out. 
and we we stop up the if it has a, a bell, then we have to stop it up. And then it can go, we'll allow it to walk around the chutzr. Okay, we, in other words, we, we won't allow it even in the chutzr if, if, if the bell is clapping, that's going to be usr. Katani miyas, what do we see? What do we learn from this b'risa? That a cult cannot go out with the feed basket. That it can't go out to Rosh Hashanah. That we will allow a feed basket in a chutzr. So my love, that we're talking about, we're talking about a um, you know regular animal, and what's the purpose of the feed basket? Like we discussed before, is it's that it's tainug, that it's helping the animal eat. It's so it, it's a tining to the animal, and yet we see that we'll allow you to to put on a feed basket on Shabbos. So that is a kasha on Shmuel. Shmuel said that it was aser. So why is the Bryce saying that you could put a feed basket on a colt on Shabbos if it's if it's only Tainig and Shmuel held that for Tirchi Yisera we won't allow it the Makam Tainig. So the Gemara answers Loi Bikatana. We're not talking about a an adult animal. We're talking about Bikatana. We're talking about a a a a a, a baby, and therefore Mishum Tsar. And and Rashi explains is that its shoulders are not as are uh, not as large, and therefore the animal pushet can't reach the grass. It's too small that its head, the, the the structure of the animal, this colt is that it can't eat without a feed basket, and therefore will even Shmuel, like we said, a makom tsar, like the mardas, will allow you to do something for the benefit of the animal, even though it's terchi yisera. If it's tsar, and if the animal can't eat, that's obviously tsar. It's not tainik, and that's why the brisa allowed it. Dekanami, the price is correct, Katani, Dumya Dekamea Shmamina. Like we said, it's Dumya Dekamea. And what's the purpose of a Kamea? That is to heal a, an illness. So it's it's something that's a tsar. So too, um, this is something that's must be we're talking about a case of hanging a troskel for tsar purposes. Amar Mar, we have in the Brisa we just mentioned, but Levi Kamea, not you can't go out with an amulet, Afapishahu Mumcha, even though the Kamea was written by a Mumcha. Even though it was, I'm sorry, even though it was an established Kamea, I have a Bryce that says you can't go out with a Kamea, an amulet that is not established, that is healing, that it's able to heal. But one that is, that we know works, you're allowed to go out with. So the Gemara says, we're talking about one that was not established. I, the Bryce said, it said it in the Bryce, even though it is established that it can heal. Katani, the Gemara says, Mumcha la Adam. When the Bryce said, Mumcha, when it said, even though it's a Mumcha, it meant it can't go out, the animal can't go out with a Kamea that is a Mumcha la Adam, and a Mumcha la Behema. Okay, which would mean that it's the Bryce which said you can't go out with a Kamea, an animal can't go out with a Kamea, even if it is Mumcha, even if it could heal, really means that that's only true if it's a Mumcha for Adam. But if you have a Kamea, like we said, of Tsar, you know, that deals with tsar because the person's because the animal's sick, if the Kamea has uh, shown the ability to heal an animal, it would be mutter. So umiyika mumcha la adam mumcha behema. Is there such a thing as being a mumcha for an adam and not a behema? In Adam Disley Mazala Misayele. So that since a person has mazal, so then it helps the amulet and it has different it's different. 
And therefore, it won't, an, an, an animal, meaning an, a, just because an amulet has been proven to heal a person that has mazel does not mean that that same amulet will be able to heal the, um, will be able to heal the animal. However, like I said, if you have an amulet that has been proven to heal an animal, that the animal will be allowed to go out with that on Shabbos. So, ihachi, if that's true, my zeh, meaning that an animal, we said that this is a chaymer adam. we're saying that if it, is, if it is a good amulet for an animal, you can go out with it, so why is it any more chaymer? I mean, it's just different, but you, know, you have to have a Kamea mumcha la adam in order for a person to go out, and you have to have a Kamea mumcha la behema in order for a behema to go out. So the Gemara said, "Huh?" I don't understand the question. So, in other words, why is that a chaymer of the behema? It says, "Myzach." The Bryce has said, "Zeh chaymer behema bi adam." That it sounds like what we were saying is that a behema can't go out with an amulet, and a, and an adam can go out. But if the way we just explained it. Because, because, and, and Rashi really spells it out. My zechaymer adam nami nafak el bekamea mumchela adam. That, in other words, maybe there's difference. You know, there's, it's not really a chumra. They just each need to, they need to have their own lane, right? In other words, they each have to go out with an established, established kamea. So, if all you're telling me, you're reworking the brayso to tell me that all we know is that you need an established kamea, so then it's not really a chumra. You're right. It's different. Maybe should work by Adam. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Maybe they'll be, we're not really discussing that right now. It sounds like I agree with you from the Mashmas of the Gemara. And therefore, um, um, and therefore I, I agree that the Kasha, I mean, again, it's far be it for me to say, but the Kasha Gemara doesn't seem to be a major Kasha. Um, but either way, we're just going to shift it. So look at the answer. We're talking about the sandal. Meaning, remember, there were a bunch of cases there. One of them was that an animal can't go out with shoes, with a horseshoe, right? In other words, if, if an animal has shoes, can't go out with it. And that is one of the things that an Adam, a person is certainly allowed to go out with his shoes. And, um, you know, maybe we could have answered the question, but it's easier to just shift it. I, I, I don't know. Right? In other words, we could shift it on shoes, and then on shoes, it's not even a question. What's the answer? A, that a, a, man could, a, human, could a human could go out with shoes, but an animal can't go out with shoes. If you have, a, let's say, a hor- if you have a horseshoe or something that is is detachable, that a, an animal can't go out with it. Tashma, sachin, we have we bring bring down the price. So sachin umefarchesin la adam, you are allowed to smear right uh, uh, um, uh, oil on an animal. I'm sorry, on a person. Umefarchesin that means to remove, like to scratch off the scabs on a person. Ve'ain sachin umefarchesin lebehema. My love, the tsar, that it's a tsar issue, that there's some sort of wound, and that's why, and yet we see that an animal, you are not allowed to uh, put on oil or scratch the scab for the animal. So we see that, you, you said that for tsar, everybody agrees, we've seen it's not true. So the answer is light. Digamar maka, it's no longer, these things are no longer a maka. And Mishum Tainug, it's just to you know help with therapy. It's just to help the animal feel better. Um, it's it's a benefit to the animal. It's a Tainug. It's not it's not a it's not still painful. It's not sar. 
And Rashi points out, if you remember, that Rav held that even if it's Tainig, it should be Mutter. So this would be a Kasha on Rav. Rashi says, Rav Tanahu Pulag. Rav, Rav will argue on these, on these prices. Tashima Behem. There you go. Tashma Behemah Zadam. Behemah, they got a fever. You can't put it in cold water, but it's signing so it cools down. But in Adam Shaakh Zadam, a person that gets a fever, you can put it in water, but it's signing so it cools off. So, so what do we see? That um, it's Tsar. And we said, that we, we can't do a refua for a behema. And when you put the animal, when the animal has a fever and you put it in water, it looks like you're doing, um, it looks like you're creating, you're doing something that is for refua purposes. It has medicinal value. And therefore, anytime you run into something that has to do with medicine, we have a problem of shichas kamamanim. That it's, we're, again, that's a rabbinic concern that you might come to grind up uh, uh, herbs to make the medicine. So a person should also not be allowed, you should, a person with fever should not be allowed to stand in cold water. So the Gemara answers, Adam Nira Kimaker, it looks like he's cooling off. Okay, so we should also allow a to stand in cool water to cool off from the fever. So the Gemara says, that it's not a normal thing, okay? Uh, you don't normally uh, cool off an animal and therefore... Uh, normally, if an animal is hot, so you just leave it sit, and it'll cool off on its own. And therefore, everybody's going to really understand that the purpose of putting it into a cold bath and putting into and putting the animal into cold water is going to be to cool the animal. It's going to be to as a refua. And if it's a refua, then we have the problem of schikas samamanim. Well, the behemoth migas rinan really were they guys around Tanya, who knows? Did we make zeros on behemas? This is what we're asking. The Havim means that the person is outside the Chum. You can call to the animal. We, we aren't concerned that you might come to uh, go grab the animal, right? Meaning, and so too here, we shouldn't be concerned that you're going to go ahead and grind up animal for medicines for animal, that we're not concerned that you're going to do something that is an Iser, Daraisa, for your animal. That we're not talking about an Isra Daraisa here, that the animal, what, what it meant, it meant that the animal was outside of its own Tchum. But it was still Tchum the, the of the Adam, and therefore that is why we said you're allowed to call the animal. But if it was outside of your tchum, you would still not be allowed to call the animal because we are geyser and we see that we have a concept of gzera that you might come to be over on an daraisa because of your animal. That is actually a because we had a brisa behemah karshinim. If a behemah eats, uh, you know, it overeats, okay, this is its feed, but it eats too much. So you got to get the the animals in pain because it ate too much. So we got to do you got to get it to uh, you know to, to to go to the bathroom. So lo yeritzena the you can't make it run in the chutzer, make it run around because if you make something run right, you heat the animal up, it gets the digestive system going, and then it'll have to go to the bathroom. Bishul tetsis rape in order for the animal to get healed. Revoshia matir, Revoshia says it's going to be mutter. So we see it's a machlagis tanayim. 
whether we're geyser for, to, will allow you to do something that is a refuah for an animal, and we're geyser for a kashinim or not. Darish Rav Allah That Rav says Allah is Amar Mar. We have some good stories, so hang on. I guess we have some good stories in a minute. Amar Mar, Le'et says, Azav bekis shaloi. Azav cannot go out with his pouch. Veloi izim bekis Nor a goat with its a kiss, right? We said that in the brisa. Tanya We have another brisa that says that they are able to go out with a kiss on their udders. So one brisa says that an, a goat cannot go out with a pouch on its udders, and one brisa says it can. It, it, the, one Bryce is talking about where you tied the kiss, the, the pouch tight, and if it was tied tight, we're not concerned that it's going to come off and you might come to carry him, which is Harabim. And one is, one Bryce is talking about where you didn't tie it tight. If you didn't tie it tight, then we're concerned that it will fall off and you might carry it Dalanamas. Rav Yosef Amar, Tanoi Shakaltim Alma. You really, you're trying to answer this up? You're taking, does Tanoi no longer matter? Tanoi, it's Machlok, it's Tanoi. Did Tanan, we had in our Mishnah, Ha'izim Yaitzai Shrurais, Rabbi Yaisi, Aiser Bekulan, Chutz Menarechelis, Hakivunais. Okay? Rabbi Yudaimer, Izim Yaitzai Shrurais, Liyavashav, Lalechalav. This was a three way Machlok, in our Mishnah, whether, in other words, Tanakama held, they can't go out at all. That would be like the Bryce that can't go out at all. Rabbi Yaisi held that they are able to go out. Um, and so it's Machlok, it's Tanakama, or Rabbi Yaisi, or Mayor of Yaisi. And then we had Rabbi Yehuda, was a third sheet of Ibai's Rabbi Yehuda, that both prices work according to Rabbi Yehuda. But like Kasha, Kanli Yabesh, Kanli Chalav. Like we said, Rabbi Yehuda is going to hold that if it's going out to dry the animal out, so you're going to tie it very tight, you don't want any milk coming out at all, then it's going to be mutter. So that's similar to how we answered the first answer of the Gemara, which said, Kanli de Mahadek, Hadolai Mahadek, but here we're just putting it into Rabbi Yehuda. It's the Tam of Rabbi Yehuda. Meaning Rabbi Yehuda said, that if the animal is going out because you don't want it to get any milk, you're tying it so that the animal does not produce any milk because you want the animal to either get pregnant or get fat, um, then it would be mutter because then it's tied tight. It is, uh, if, if you're only tying the udders, the pouch to the udders to collect the milk that falls out, Rabbi Yehuda held that was usher because it is not tied tightly. And that that is the brisa that says that it is usher for an ace to go out with its udders tied. Tanya, I'm Rabbi Yehuda. Maisa be'izim beis antiyecha. There's a story with the goats of beis antiyecha. Shadodeim gasen. They had very, very large udders. Ba'asolem kisim k'deishole yisritu dadeim. And they made... Um, they made a pouch so that the uh, udder should not get scratched. And what's the point here? We see that when Rav Yehuda said liyavish or lechalev, it's not dafka liyavish or lechalev. It means, did you tie it, when you tied a pouch onto the ace, did you do it for your, you know, for, for, um, uh, as long as, in other words, as long as it's not lechalev, as long as it's not to collect the milk, we'll say it's okay. So that would also be a case of Rabbi Yehuda, right? That's, that's Rabbi Yehuda, like Shita's Rabbi Yehuda. Um, Rabbi Yehuda, that we're saying that they uh, would tie these pouches on and as long as the udders didn't get scratched, so as long as it was not to collect the milk, then it's going to be mutter. So here's a good story. His wife died. ben Okay, left over a son that needed to be nursed. He couldn't afford to hire a wet nurse. And a miracle happened. 
Kishnei Dada Isha, and they opened for him, he ended up having, um, you know, utter, uh, utters, right? So he was able to... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Vehenig es benai, and he nursed. Thank you, thank you. Vehenig es benai, and he and he nursed. I, I I knew I knew your head was going to explode on this one. Vehenig es benai. Okay, fine. Vehenig es benai, and he nursed his son. I'm Rav Yosef. Look how great this person must have been. Shenasaloi nase kaze that he had this nase happen to him. Amalei Abai Abai said Adaraba kama gorua adamze. Okay, how bad how how bad this guy must have been. Shenishtaloi sedribrius because he's a freak. We made him into a freak, right? In other words, Kaddish Baruch Hu had no other ways to to make sure that this baby was taken care of. Well, am I? We, we did it. He he was able to benefit the baby al yaday turning the guy into a circus freak, and that's not good. If he's able to nurse his uh, children, I'm Rabbi Yehuda. Bavar Kama Kashim Shal Adam. What do we see here? Rabbi Yehuda says we see another lesson. How difficult Mizaynas is. Shenishtanu Alav Sidrebrias. That we changed all the Sidrebrias that we're able to make a man be able to nurse. I'm Rabbi Nachman. Teda. I have a raya. What's my raya? The Mischarish Nisa Vulei Ivru Mizayni. That Hakadosh Baruch Hu made the ni- the nais. The nais wasn't to just make a, a you know make a bottle of, of a formula a pair. Kadosh Baruch Hu could have done that too. Elamai, that that the the ability to create mezaynis is more difficult than to change nature. So it was easier for Kadosh Baruch Hu, or the nais was easier to change nature. Isha Gidmis married a woman that was missing a limb. He never realized until she died. See what an Isha Tznua she must have been. That her husband never noticed. No, it's not such a Chedesh. There's a woman who's supposed to be Tznua. So it's not, it's not a Chedesh. How Tznua this man must have been that he never um, you know, inspected his wife to know that she was missing a limb. Okay. There you go. Okay, one more sugi over here, and then we'll be done. Zicharim. <laughs> I'll leave that up to you. Uh, everybody, Naftali is going to research the sugya of of the man growing dadim, and he's going to he's going to be preparing uh, a chabura on it for us tomorrow. So, especially. <laughs> Fine. Let's just finish. Zicharim yaitzin lebuvin. Um, that males can go out joined, right? That attached. That's in the Mishnah. My Lubuvin. What does it mean? Attached. Amrav Huna Tusri. It means they're connected. That you wanted to bring your animals out, so you'd have them connected. It's easier to, um, uh, you know, make sure to, to, to keep them in line. How do we know that Lubuvin? When the Mishnah says Lubuvin, it means Kruvi. It means keeping them close together. The pasuk says Libavtini Achosi Chala. That I'm attached to, and Shirashim attached to the Kala. So we see it's a Lushan of attached. Ula Amar. What is it? It doesn't mean attached. It's in, in a completely different shot. It's Ur Shakashrin Lam Kenegad Libam. That on, on the, the rams, the male, uh, you know, the, the, the male sheep, so we would, we would tie, uh, they, would, they would tie uh, some 
leather, protective leather, next, uh, you know, connected the heart. So the wolves don't attack. So for the wolves will only attack the zaharim. It said zaharim yaitzim lebuvim that the male animals. So they don't the wolves don't attack females. So the Mara says, yeah, mishum demasku bereish edra. Since the males go at the beginning of the flock, therefore they only get attack the males. Do the wolves only attach attack? The front of the flock, they don't attack the back or the middle of the flock. No, it's because the males are fatter. There are no fat women, no fat Nekeva's animals. Does the Zave actually know the difference between the males or the females? Elo the Gemara says a new shot. What's the purpose of this protective leather? They hold up their heads and they walk. Okay, they walk while their heads are looking ahead. And therefore, when they're looking ahead, their heart's exposed. That's how the males walk. And we put a protective leather so that the Zaevim don't pounce when their heart is exposed while their head is looking up. Nachma Yitzhak Amar, that he has a, diff- a third shot in what this Lebuvim is. It's Ar Shekoshalem Tachasach Rusan. Kedesh on a Kevos. That it is a leather to hold their their male organ down so that they don't impregnate the Nekevas. Mimai. What, what would that look like? Uh, I don't know. Use your own imagination. What is the purpose of... What is the purpose of... Um, you know, so how do we know that th- when we talk about Lebuvin uh, things, Kalem, for a, a Zachar, we're talking about things that have to do with, um, you know, uh, uh, impregnating or here to... with. To withhold them from being able to impregnate. The Sefer says, that the Rechelim, the females, go out. What does that mean? It's also some level of tide. It means held up. So they would, we had a certain Kaylee that would hold their tails up, that would expose them, and so that the Zacharim would go ahead and take advantage and, and impregnate them. So Reisha, so w- once we see that these were Kalim we're talking about uh, used to manipulate the animal, so Reisha, and when we're talking about tying the male, it must be to tie it down so it doesn't impregnate the, the Nekevus. So in the Seifa, there were certain times when you wanted the animals to get pregnant based on seasons, so we had these Kalim on a male, and if you didn't want the animals to get pregnant, you'd tie down the Zacharusayin on a female, you had Kalim to tie up the tail, to make sure that the um, that the males would impregnate the females. How do we know shechuzais by the uh, female animal means exposed? It says Okay, shis means exposed. That the that she was exposed and Rashi says shchuzais. If you read this pasuk really fast, it's lashon nutrikin shizayin of vinetsurai slave sounds somewhat like shchuzais. Uh, Rashi says it to me. You have to say it really fast in order um, to to tie the nutrikin. Yeah, so say it a bunch of times. You do that and let's see if it sounds it. But it's lashon nutrikin and that's what shchuzais means held up. Okay, I'll send out. Yeah, today was a bad day to start with, right. with the schmoozing. Yeah, if I knew if I knew the Gemara you had today, we, we would have started on time. We would have started early. I don't think I would have stopped. <laughs> have a great day, everybody. I okay, have a great day. Bye. Bye.
I'll send out. I'm, I'm, I'm sending. I'm sending out the. Uh, I'm sending out the. I'll send out the uh, the summary. Okay, we've got the chamar can go out with a mardas. We said that because it warms up the animal and it's a tachshit bizman shura only if it's tied from erev shabbos. But it can't go out with a saddle because it only warms a little bit. And Rav Shimon argued. He said even with a saddle. Okay, and as long as you don't tie luggage straps or the counterweight under its tail, because then it looks like you're trying to uh, carry a load. But otherwise, Roshim Gamaliel would hold even with a saddle, it's mutter, because it does provide some warmth. Rechia said it's mutter to put a mardas on a chamar and Shabbos. We're talking about in the chatzar to warm it up. Bein the rabba, bein the shmuel, because it's tsar. But to put a trash skull... For the animal, that's only Tainug, Rav held, it was Mutter and Shmuel held, it was Asr. We said the issue here is Tircha Yisera. So we said that to take off the Ukav on Shabbos is going to be Asr. Okay. Um, what's the reason why? And then we said, okay, and therefore since Natila is Asr, so for sure to put on is going to be Asr. And we had basically three reasons why. Rezeira said because, of, um, we had two reasons why, sorry. Rezeira said it falls off on its own. And Rapapa said because... Um, that the whole purpose of taking it off is to cool the animal off, and a chamar will get cool off on its own. We said that an aser, uh, behemoth's aser to go out with a kameo, right? We brought that brisa, and we said that it's either ena mumcha or mumcha adam, but mumcha behema, if, if it's a kameo that's mumcha behema, it's going to be mutter. We asked, fo- we asked on the following, we asked on the following uh, questions, I, what about, you know, it's how could you say that, that everybody's going to agree that you can do things to prevent sar? It says, and we thought it was sar that you can't put oil on. And we said, so the more answered, Latanik, and Rav would, be, Rav would argue on that because he holds Latanik was also mutter. And we asked um, that an animal has a fever, you can't put it in the cold water. I, we see that you can't do things for tsar. And the Gemara answered, there it's a different reason. For tsar alone, you would be able to, there's a gzera because of schichas chamamanu. You might grind up herbs, you might, do, you might create medicine for the animal, and that's aser. We said that a goat cannot go out with the kiss that's on their udders. We basically had three ways of explaining it. Rabbi Huda wanted to say that the, the Bryce that said you can't go out, that is talking about where it wasn't tied well. Rabbi Yasef said, no, it's a machlekes tanayim. That is going according to Tana, like Rabbi Yasef, who holds you can't. And, or, that it's like Rabbi Yehuda liyavesh. And then we said, uh, we had a, st- a story with somebody whose wife died. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you got that part right. Um, Isha Ginmis and the story with the woman who was lame. The, we'll, we'll talk about it more after. Let me, let me just get finished here. And then we said that the Zcharm can go out Lebuvin. We had three Pshatim in Lebuvin. Rav Huna said they were tied together. Ula said the leather tied on the, over the hearts of the males in order to make sure because they would walk with the head up, they would expose their heart so that they don't get attacked. And Nachmar Yitzchak said it's the uh, leather that we would tie um, under the, you know, on the organ, in order, the male organ, so that they would not impregnate the females.